Hello, hello, and welcome back to Art FM 97.1 WXOXLP Louisville. I'm your host, Ken L, and this is Post Poet Pop, episode 18, and part two of our feature with the Once a City Said Louisville Poets Anthology, edited by Joy Priest and published by Saraband Books this summer, 2023. Today we're going to feature nine more poets from that anthology, rounding us out at 17 out of the 37 present in the book. But please keep in mind, you can also hear other poets featured in the Once a City Said book on previous episodes, Joy Priest, Jessica Farquhar, Hannah Drake, and Mackenzie Berry. And there will be more poets featured down the line as well. In all the ways possible, I also want to iterate that we are honoring poetry throughout time and place in Louisville, whether or not it is in this anthology. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about the term metabolism. The word itself goes back to ancient Greece, and it means to change over, but it also means to throw. The way that we think of metabolism in a modern context is taking something in, processing it, and releasing it from the body. But what if we were to think of the city as a body? Borders, neighborhoods, and people, like skin, organs, and guts. We are constantly metabolizing traumas as much as we metabolize the liquids and foods we consume, but we also metabolize things like the wind, the light, darkness, sound, and time. And as our city was shaken by the state-sanctioned murder that we collectively endured in 2020, we metabolized that trauma by protesting, donating, painting, sculpting, and writing, among other things. But we are also, against odds, metabolizing many things beyond the murder of Breonna Taylor. For instance, a lack of efficient public transit, food desert challenges, a lack of infrastructure for disabled folks, an outdated electric grid and sewage system, as well as the health and wellness of women's and trans folks' bodies. Enduring challenge or trauma comes with the immediate implication of a body needing to change or throw and turn and churn that intake. But then, with all the enduring, does the metabolism slow down and present the city or the body with an unhealthy gut? I know all this might sound a little bit lofty, but I truly believe that as psychological, neurological, and medical sciences continue to merge their findings that will then inform us of concepts like interoception, for example, and make deeper connections with the body's metabolic processes. Healthier living and possibilities will continue to deepen and be further focused. I recently read a study that concluded improved listening skills can actually improve your body's digestion. So as our city's body goes, it is again the creative and innovative people, here I am thinking of the poets, that help keep the gut healthy. But as we send these signals up the body to the controlling brain, the question becomes, who's listening so our digestion can improve? Let's find out what the poets have to say. Thank you for being here.
Hamza Travis Najdi. There is no air in this room. Technically, maybe there is. But it doesn't belong in my lungs. There's something off about this oxygen. I don't think it was always like this. The sun rises differently, too. It doesn't soar anymore. It just listlessly defies gravity, slowly and steadily climbing in its arc across the sky. Hamza, my lion, it is you I follow across the sky. You weren't a shooting star. I saw the Milky Way in you. A whole bright night, infinity, I tell myself that we didn't lose you when you were set free. You are not gone, just back floating among the stars. I still see you. We still hold your memory here, folded like hands in prayer. When I blink, all the water falls out of the air, and I am submerged in this river of grief. Again, I can't go on. No, the wise mind says to my child mind, do not turn around. You are not going that way. There is a way forward, and we will find it. My chin trembles, but I keep it up. I can't go on. I'll go on. Hamza, I find you in the North Star. I hear your chant and the beat of my heart. Keep going. There's a vision that can't be unless we are here to realize it. Keep going. For you, Hamza, with our prayerful hands, we will build it. We just have to. Keep going. This air still doesn't taste right, but I'll keep breathing. And the sun may rise differently now, but if it can rise still, then I can too. Then you can too. And we can find the way forward together. Justice for Travis Najji. Justice for Brianna Taylor.
Chuck and me stop over in my hometown, Louisville 2020. I bear Wichock within the trench of my coat all the route down the Ohio, come ashore on an island no one has claimed beyond the blonde wrecks of barges, their haw mouths and greedy smells. Mud furrows on her webbed toes, she leans down to look, falls, and the clouds snarl open their filed teeth and the teeth fall. All the city spins up, red blear of sirens. We flee in all directions. Street lamps squeal like hot plastic, but the teeth just bounce a little and settle down. They are soft and helix. They are the wounds, not the bullets, the walls of a heart. The city, meanwhile, fires 32 rounds. In Jefferson Square Park, tears orbit to the ring of drains. They are slow movers. They are slow movers, like a great navel filling up with rain so that the clouds forget some days what they are doing and stop to watch. Wichock, what have I done but fill the river with canines that mouthed how this was just a dream? Wichock says nothing, squirms to stand back up. Her small wings tug at just a little air. It is enough to right her, though the mud beneath her feet slides her backwards into the Ohio. Ohio, 
Sport of Kings. My father's ashes are in a black box on the mantle in my living room, the exterior so like the dark leather jacket he wore on the streets of Detroit as a teenager. The box, though heavy, hardly seems big enough to contain him. His boundless anger, unquenchable desire, all those big dreams. His brothers took handfuls of ashes to sprinkle on race courses around the world, to be trod on by thoroughbreds, the sport of kings, the poor man's hobby, part of him ferried in the groove of a hoof over the finish line at last a winner, part of him here, tethered to the family he didn't know how to love, who love him still, love him enough to make space on the mantle, touch the box as I pass, Remember the muchness of him, his bigness, his power ground to a dust fine enough to blow away in a stray wind. Can't you hear the rain outside? It don't even cross my mind. Cause it don't understand all of my pain in the sunshine trying to tear through the blind and shine on you and shine on you and you finally go outside see the top of the pine stand Staring down on you And you say That I'm going insane But I just smile And say I'm okay And no Kentucky I thought you really loved me I guess I'll sit here I thought you really loved 
roses in the eyes, oblivious to the thorns. Here is a family lined up like a jury. Behind the peeling garage, red letters scrawl over a white sash that spells Kentucky. Behind that sash is my uncle, fist clutched to the band, smiling down as though at a baptized baby. Another scrap of sash tails off as my grandmother raises the edge enough to read Derby. She shakes it back and forth. My mother is nearby in loose jeans, sweater ruffled as clay mudflats, bangs curled inward like a hand on a steering wheel. My father sits in front, the teenager from Detroit in Louisville. Banners flap over his head. He is a jean scarecrow, out of place for Kentucky spring. What do I do with the photos whispering? I've held it too much, and each time they all live the same hundred lives. I've slept in its stasis, folded beneath my pillow as though it would hatch. No one speaks, usually. Facts blur into fantasy. But today, they live inside a season of wishful thinking, stretching on and on. All they want is to win, to jockey each eager gamble into one plea. It can be. Wagers scatter around years, swirling into focus. Laverne's skirts is hard to make out in the sun, cutting through the chastened syringa. What runs there? Stitched horses, in different strides, circle the hem. Me, not yet whole-bodied, yet to cash in on May's plump prize. The years are slow to pass, heavy set. In the distant future, the face of a girl who gawks at others, a gleaming shard, a self, calling across aphids, no matter the roses in the eyes, oblivious to the thorns. All apologies, what else should I say? You're listening to 97.1 WXOXLP Louisville, 100.9 WXND, artxfm.com, and the WXOX app. Those are the methods. This is Post Poet Pop. Today we are featuring part two 
of the poets from the Once a City Said, Saraband Books 2023 Anthology, edited by Joy Priest. And let me tell you what we started with. Track 20 in part two, Sly and the Family Stone with Poet. That was followed by The Poet, Alyssa Vance, with For Hamza Travis Najdi. And I think we can still hear the loss of Hamza Travis Najdi throughout this town. And there's so much beauty in that concept of continuing to persevere, even in an airless place. It's a beautiful poem, Alyssa. That was followed by D'Angelo and the Vanguard with The Charade. Then followed by the poet Aaron L. McCoy with Witchock and Me Stop Over in My Hometown. In Scotland in the mid-19th century, the last great auk bird looks something like a cross between a penguin and a puffin, I think. It was captured, and with it, the species was made extinct. The men who captured the great auk were caught in a pretty bad storm and blamed the bird, calling it a witch. They killed that bird. So that really heightens Aaron's phrasing, they are the wounds, not the bullets. That was followed by Gillian Welch with Look at Miss Ohio, followed by the poet Ellen Burkett Morris with Sport of Kings, with a beautiful elegy interweaving the dirt with ash as a wind of force. That's both made and felt. Lovely poem, Ellen. Then that was followed by the Texas-based country outlaw band made entirely of men of color, Giovanni and the Hired Guns, led by Giovanni Yanez, with their song, Kentucky. They are internet famous this week for saying, we've been trying that in a small town for a long time. That was followed by the poet Anna Lee Knowles with roses in the eyes oblivious to the thorns. The Khalil Gibran quote goes, The optimist sees the rose and not its thorns. The pessimist stares at the thorns oblivious to the rose. Anna Lee Knowles writes, I've held it too much and each time they all live the same hundred lives. That was then followed by Sinead O'Connor with all apologies. And I'll tell you about Tip It Forward, a nonprofit organization based right here in Louisville, Kentucky that works toward whole health for everybody. Tip It Forward is on a mission to provide equitable, trauma-informed, whole health care to underserved individuals, families, and neighborhoods, and it does so by utilizing its Plus Bus. Learn more about Tip It Forward at tipitforward.org, T-I-P-I-T-F-O-R-W-A-R-D.org. We're going to keep things going with our Once a City Said Louisville Poets Anthology Focus Part 2 today.
East Broadway or on Catching Tart, Transit Authority of River City, Uptown. One way to talk about mass transit is in verse, but then the heart must be traveled and inconspicuous enough to take at any one time one of over 70 circuitous routes with all their stops and turns. There is a center in a city, a locus from which all the buses begin their runs, poetic lines to push exigencies point to point to another denied territory further west than the average commuter is comfortable. The simple wish simply to go forth in words and it is not that simple where most of the buildings have black eyes and broken teeth, where folk walking the streets are little tax dollars so small as to be invisible as the moon during the day. They have no business in any part of the city, and whichever way the city goes, they get run over and drugged behind it. It's hard enough to get words to visit, nevertheless stay here. The sinner cannot hold. Such hardship, so concentrated and so continuous, terrifies the majority onto the expressway that is a belt around the city. Panic takes them to the clunk of the inner and thud of the outer rings of the suburbs. The sidewalks don't cut a path. The streets are cliche, and all the Kim Lawn has killed the cicadas. But bored in eastbound 23 at any sheltered stop below 9th Street, and a vibe will feel you for a ride through downtown. A girl from Guadalajara moves over so you can sit next to her. Across the aisle, a man and his daughter giggle about the Skittles they're eating. Behind you, the stench of stale, cherry-sweetened Cavendish as a dude guts a black and mild. An old woman with a grocery cart and an old man who has a trash bag half full of something in one hand and an enormous dictionary in the other. Get on. They are differential orbs among all the frowns. In the many faces, you can see we are still fighting the Civil War. The sinner cannot. The bus swings wide. It's crazy how these big buses can make such sharp turns. You keep pulling the yellow cord to everyone's exasperation in hopes that people will get off and new people will get on. This is probably as close as you'll ever get to affecting any kind of change in people. If nothing else, you love the anaphora until you reach your stop. Disembarking onto the empty street corner, it's cold. You make a pair of scissors with your fingers and mash the spaces between each digit to tighten your gloves. Heading south, only the police and landlords know where Smoketown ends and Germantown begins.
Dennis Cooper Racing Stables. Gold Bravo, a big chestnut. Seven wins and 90 starts. Easy to walk 20 times around the shed row in 1980. No one seemed to have allergies back then. Straw dust hanging in the air like fog. Paco mucks the stall while Bravo winds the clock. Hangover blacking blue sky. Missing family. Home. The past, the severed artery that will never close. But on Thursday, if this horse blows up the third race, stumbles across first among lowly claimers, a handful of glitter will fall on our shoulders, something to shine long after this summer. Double Aortic Arch for Lucy. Yes, the kid who mocked her was an idiot, slumped in the back of AP Psych, pecking at his cell like a scab. Yet when he heard my daughter's mucosal hack, then broadcast to the classroom, y'all belong in a home for dying coal miners. Somehow he'd sensed her dolorous cough, its weird dark timber, portended backstory, not the Paleozoic echoes of his papa's blackened lungs, but history nonetheless, boggish and primordial. She was just six weeks old when surgeons repaired her vestigial vascular ring, and the nine-month clamp round her trachea left artifact, a secret comma of cartilage that entraps secretions, sounds to make strangers scatter and trigger fright. Although each doctor predicted full recovery, Poseidon, our cardiology intern from Athens, offered prognoses I treasured most. His rounds ran dawn to dusk. 
He entered and left our ICU room sunlit. Such a name, embroidered in teal on his lab coat, no trident, just a stethoscope clacking as he bent to listen. Who could doubt him? Despite her raw scalp IVs and pale pink Kyle snaking along tubes, he'd proclaimed she was strong kid, strong kid. Then I'd cross to the windows and stare down an alley where a 37 Louisville flood high water plaque marked the block. I swear I saw cast iron buildings immersed to their filigreed parapets, a dull sun attempting but unable to set beyond the bloated Ohio. Brackish silt so full of 50 million year longing for mornings when leaden seas were all the sky could recall. Behind me, lopsided gurgles of phlegm, ancient waters drained from cisterns. My daughter, coughing as she slept, supine in a tilted glass crib. Baby, don't be scared. We don't have to talk. Thought we knew it all, and look what it all cost. Guess it's over now. Yeah, I'll get my stuff. Please don't hate me, babe. I think leaving's pain enough. I say we call it even. I say we make it out alive I say we go home You know what, baby, maybe we can survive 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 Hope you go real far. Hope you learn to love the angel that you are. Hope you find your way. I hope you chase the stars. I wish you glory of love from this aching heart of mine. Oh, I say we call it even. I say we make it all alive. I say we go home, you know what baby, maybe we can survive, 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 you know what baby, maybe we can survive. Community. Safe havens created brick by brick. Children playing unscathed by stigmas and statistics. My mother cooking dinner in a kitchen encased in concrete walls. The four of us enthralled by adventures of riding our bikes down South Hill and breaking $1 food stamp bills for quarters at the corner store. We didn't even know that this was poor. We knew the candy lady sold frozen Kool-Aid inside of styrofoam cups. We painted hopscotch and chalk on sidewalks, learned double dutch with ropes. We lived in building 40, my cousin just over the field in 32, and my grandmother in 54. Community. This ain't a poem about crime scenes, drug deals, crack epidemics, eviction notices, and poverty-stricken housing where sometimes grass doesn't even grow. Because at funerals, during eulogy, you don't put emphasis on the wrongdoings or justify a death. You give praise to everything that made what was once so great in death. These bricks bred doctors, 
lawyers, judges, politicians, poets, and lifelong friendships. These projects, equipped with their tenets with the will to live and to be greater than the expectations set upon us. These bricks and the mortar with which they were built bore witness to first love and heartbreak. Single mothers doing whatever it takes, husbands, wives, healthy black families sustained, and the broken ones. Culturally enriched people driven by what was intended to be deprivation. People with history much too rich for demolition or Ninth Street divides. People that survive community. We're a community right here. Art FM, 97.1 WXOXLP Louisville. Welcome back in. Tell you what you heard in the second set. We started off with Ike and Tina Turner with Louie Louie. That was followed by the poet Makalani Bandele with East Broadway or on Catching Tark Uptown. In that poem, we begin in mass, then get this show-stopping line, for me at least, if nothing else you love, the anaphora until you reach your stop. And that ending is just wonderful. It's a great poem, Makalani. That was followed by Radiohead with Where I End and You Begin. And then followed by the poet Robert L. Pennick with Dennis Cooper Racing Stables. This poem reminded me in its own unique way of one of my favorite Etheridge Knight poems called A Nickel Bet, especially the combination of the phrase hangover black and blue sky and the last two lines reminding us of summer's temporal nature. Followed by Childish Gambino with Feels Like Summer. And then we heard from the poet Martha Greenwald with Double Aortic Arch. The details in this poem are just incredible. Lopsided gurgles of phlegm and picking at his cell like a scab. Wow. It's a really wonderful poem, Martha. Then we heard from the London-based Tony Sancho with the song Survive, followed by Robin Garner with Community. More than the gaze from any other, the bricks are packed with livelihood and togetherness. This poem really reminded me of the Nikki Giovanni poem, Nikki Rosa, in the best way. I want you to stay tuned right here for Anomenon Radio with Glossy Goblin. That's from 12 to 1, and then In Orbit with Nathan Simmons from 1 to 2. And tomorrow from 5 to 6, you can catch Inside a Question with Derek Wood. Inside a Question explores the mysteries of the universe, one small idea at a time. Each episode focuses on a different set of questions that require your active participation for a truly interactive radio experiment. That's a nominon radio right after me, in orbit, 1 to 2, Inside a Question, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Sundays. I have three pieces left for you today on this episode 18 of Post Poet Pop, featuring... Poets from the Once a City Said Louisville Poets Anthology, edited by Joy Priest, published by Saraband Books this year. Go get your hands on that book. You can get it at Carmichael's or Foxing Books or through Saraband's website. But the last three pieces you'll hear today come from an ironic non-coincidence. Last week I ended the show with Al Green's Love and Happiness. Today's last poet has, generally speaking, a poem about love and happiness. But in true DJ fashion, you don't want to repeat yourself. So we're going to hear from Ann Peebles and Al Green with Until You Came Into My Life. Then we'll hear from the poet Mitchell L.H. Douglas with the poem Al Green Was a Preacher. And you'll hear the tremendously soulful song of Memory Lane swirling all around this beautifully painted scene. And we'll finish the day with the Talking Heads cover of Take Me to the River. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful Saturday. We'll see you back here soon.
Al Green was a preacher. Al Green was a preacher before he was a pastor. Let me explain. If you can't find a sermon in love and happiness, something's wrong. He slides from one strange world to the next, like Uncle Jimmy navigating his sky blue cougar down West Market. Al testifies and we glide past the coffee cup where we ate greasy burgers and white paper, the ring and sugar of onion steamed inside. Past Jay's, where Mama bought my black Chuck Taylors for first grade. Past the Cavalier Inn, a bar only a biker could love, peeling paint and look away faces. Past the laundromat, where Daddy George washed our clothes in big chrome troughs that ate our change, bleached our robes. Al would know this world, would sing of the corners jut to meet you, the pain of the angle, how one street runs right into the next, no one raising eyebrows. We ride deeper west, rising out of our seats and settling back to the cushions with each pock in the road. Past St. Columba, where our bloody Jay's nose in the lunch line. Best friend, how many times can I say sorry? Past Shawnee, where Mama, Aunt Sissy, and Uncle Jimmy said high school is not enough. Past empty knee-high bottles, bodies of cigarettes bent in gutters, was smoldered in the grip of unknown lips, discarded for other pleasures. Many a lesson waits on these streets, like how to catch lightning bugs in mayonnaise jars, how to poke holes in lids to let trophies breathe, how to balance your weight on two bicycle wheels, Never fall, ride like the unfettered skip of your heart. <laughs>